Welcome one, welcome all to episode 269, giggity, of the Mac Jackson Podcast. This is your captain speaking along with the walker, Travis Anderson. And this week we are joined by, sorry for this Phoenix, the current and the former knowledge champions, Moses Marquez and the Phoenix. Welcome both. I'll let, that I'll let that one slide this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm only stating the facts. I'm not, you know, taking shots. Mm, that's why I'm letting it slide. <laughs> As the white girls say out here in uh, Southern California, it's actual factuals. It is. Can't, you can't argue with the facts. Facts and stats. Oh, don't get Robert going. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on stats. Good lord. Yeah, I wonder if we're going to see the stat man now that Robert Davis is officially stat in the Pro League. <clears throat> Um, I got some things to say about Robert, too, after his little fun uh, thing with Mike Larkin. Have you guys ever seen that movie, by the way? Some Johnny Depp movie? Oh, Secret oh, yeah. Window, yeah. It's really underrated. Well, because now I'm asking everybody, should I go out of my way to see this thing? And I got immediate yeses. So it's like, that show made me want to go out to watch a movie. But... uh he got me excited for promo league and he hasn't even had one match yet with Travis. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, when it comes to Robert Davis, you know, he's if he's involved, it's always going to be good. Yeah. He's got his reputation. That he does. Um, but speaking of the promo league, Travis, you have a match this week, which will be shown in this show, which is against Brittany Savage. The, um, the only person in the league who's actually competed as a professional wrestler. There was, there was some big cojones to be a first person to call her out. Well, you know. <laughs> Somebody uh, I, I, gonna, <laughs> I, I said I was going to call out pretty much everybody, and, and especially the newcomers, well, to really see what they're about. Like I say, somebody had to because apparently she told Mike she wasn't going to call anybody out yet. She was going to wait for somebody to call her out to see see who uh, had the balls to do it. Well, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I said, that will be shown. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to show it now. Here is this week's promo league showdown between Brittany Savage and Travis Walker Anderson. when Walker Texas Ranger happened to come on and it just brought me back to my childhood. My mom used to love Chuck Norris and then I got to thinking Walker, yeah, Travis Walker, the man who thought it was a good idea to be the first to challenge me, Bernie Savage here at Promo League. You see Travis, whether I'm getting ready for a match or I'm getting ready to cut a promo such as what I'm doing right now, I study my opponents. And if you notice where I'm sitting right now, I'm inside my vehicle because I've noticed a lot of your promos happen to take place inside of your vehicle. It allows me to think inside of somebody's brain in a way. And if my memory serves me correct, you were the second Promo League champion. But unfortunately, 
Like most of the men that I've been with, it didn't last very long for you, Travis. Not only did you lose to a female, but you lost to a demoness. Once again, I do give you props though, Travis, because you're the first person here in Promo League to challenge me, Brittany Savage. But you see, Travis, I've been inside of the ring with some of the best. Mercedes Martinez, Angelina Love, Awesome Kong, Tommy Dreamer, Rhino, Nightheart. Hell, I've even tagged with Miss April, who went into WWE, formerly known as AJ Lee. So you can talk all the talk you want because I know what's coming. You're has been, never was, never will be. That's fine. What matters is now. And the fact of the matter is, you, Travis, aren't even good enough to lace my shoes. So good luck. I wish you the best. Take care. Bye-bye.
eyes of someone following you, piercing your spine. When you feel these fears, that is me. That is the fear of the walker. Now, meet the walker. Get you can have your say by going to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com and clicking on vote to help decide the winner of that match. The results will be Friday on the Max Wrestling Group. So if you're not a member, go join. It's fun. Now then, <clears throat> uh, let's predict money in the bank first because we can kind of cover SmackDown and Raw all together while we do it. So, uh, Let's have a look. We've got six matches confirmed for the card. Um, nothing on a pre-show because I don't know what they're doing with pre-shows anymore now that it's kind of pre-recorded in the performance center. Uh, they did a little pre-show with WrestleMania and they added a match or two, but it wasn't, you know, your typical kickoff show. It's funny, they, they have less matches with no audience and more matches when there's still an audience trying to get into the damn building. <laughs> Okay, we'll kick it off with the Clusterfuck match, which is a fatal four-way tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. New Day, <coughs> who always seem to be champions, defending against Miz and Jomo, the Forgotten Sons, and Lucha House Party. Well, let's go House Party. Yeah, that, that would be different. Can we do? Yeah, can we do something different, please? Yeah, I think it's time for a change. I don't. I don't think the uh, the Forgotten Sons have really grabbed anybody's attention since they've come up to SmackDown. Uh, to be honest, I don't think they were really in NXT for that for long enough. You, their face turn in NXT wasn't long enough. That's for no. sure. Like I probably they're, remember they're, them stinking up NXT for months, many months. That that lives in infamy. Yeah, I probably remember a few matches that they've had in NXT. Well, I'm sure they all involve stars. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, half of them, I can't remember his name now, but Gunner. Is he Jax- Jackson? Uh, Jackson Riker. Oh, I hate that name. Yeah, I still call him Gunner. Most of them, he was a manager for the other two. Which I still don't understand. No. Like this he, guy looks like he's carved out of stone on the outside. He looks like he would eat your entire family. <laughs> and, and, and he was pretty relevant in Impact. Yeah, I, I really like Gunner. Um, do you know what? Then I'm going to go for the Forgotten Sons. I think it well, would be a bit of a it, swerve. It's different. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but, okay. For that reason... We're talking about WWE, 
So I'm going with the retain. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Phoenix? Um, I'm going to guess you're not going to go for the Miz. No. I'm skeptical <laughs> about going for the New Day as well. Okay, so that's two for the New Day. I don't know why you wouldn't go for the Miz. But, okay. Because he's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 here's here's the thing, Phoenix. This is for the predictions title. Yeah. This is the fatal four way. We could all go our separate way. And we left the Miz for you. <laughs> but you know I don't like him. <laughs> I know, that's why we did it. <laughs> I actually forgot it was for the predictions title when I said Lucha House Bassy, but um uh, when I said Forgotten Sons, but I'm still going to stick with them. Same here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, women's SmackDown Women's Championship: Bailey versus Tamina. Like we said, different. It's different that they're pushing Tamina for the championship. Mm. Not that we think she's going to win it. <laughs> no, I, do, I, do, I, think, I think it's time Bailey dropped it, but I don't think it's going to be to Tamina. No. Um, Maybe Sasha Banks. That that would be the obvious thing they're pushing towards, whether or not they pull the trigger, or whether or not they just pussyfoot around again. Yeah. Please just do not send them to anger management again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Doctor Shelby. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be going with Bailey as well. It's oh, hard yeah, not sure. to. I mean, they're pushing to. They're trying to give. Tamina, like the Nyla, the Nyla, Nyla, I want to call her Nyla, <laughs> the Nyla push, but it's, it's so lackluster, and SmackDown was shit. SmackDown's so, always shit. Oh, God, it's just gotten so bad. I don't I remember the last time I watched a full episode of SmackDown, I just kind of watched the highlights now. Honestly, I don't think I've even turned on SmackDown or even seen the highlights since before uh, WrestleMania. I've only seen like the odd clip here and there on Facebook, but the last show I watched properly was WrestleMania. Jeez, it's, this is what this is the problem. It's so bad that even the hardcores are like, uh, "Fuck it." Yeah. yeah. The the most relevant storyline on SmackDown is Mandy Rose and Otis. <laughs> Which, by the way, how in the hell can you not love Otis? Butcher, you're on my shit list for this. This guy, his grandmother was a fucking circus wrestler. Okay, his, you know, he was a fucking high school dominant wrestler, a college dominant wrestler. Because he, he's he's big and fat. Have you seen how much weight this dude lifts? First off, the bit the strongest dudes on football fields are the fat guys up front, <laughs> whether you're D line or O line. Okay. A gut don't mean Jack Diddley shit, bro. I'd love to see you fucking deadlift 500 plus and make it look with ease, bro. Check his Instagram. He's a hoss. Steaks and weights. Yes, I don't give a shit if there's a bag of chips and a cake after that. I'm eating my steaks <laughs> and I'm hitting them weights. Uh, I think we both agreed last week that if they booked him the way they did in that stupid movie with the kid... He'd be yeah, hey, much better. Hey, listen here. That's oh, this main event. I love that movie. That, <laughs> that was movie was great. I'm not going to lie. I went out of my way to watch it. It was great. 
Otis killed it. He, in that role, he assured that I would make him my world champion if I was running SmackDown right now. The way Travis defended main event then was the way I defend ready to rumble. Leave ready to hey, rumble like alone. To... Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Sal Mandini, want to wrestle? First off, <laughs> let's, if you're not a real wrestling fan, if you don't get a slight giggle out of it, it's one of those like cult films. Deep down, you're telling everybody, I hate that movie. Like, all your hardcore wrestling fights, oh, that movie's a piece of shit. You know goddamn well you have this special edition DVD sitting in your house right now. Yeah. It is on my shelf as I speak. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, there is some funny lines in it. Oh, it's fucking great. My brothers aren't, like, the biggest of wrestling fans, but they can recite every line in that movie <laughs> because it was a part of our childhood. Yeah, you kick an old guy in the face. Crazy son of a bitch was trying to kill me. <laughs> um, Damn you now! I gotta watch that. <laughs> See, there you go. It just it gets you because you know what it, you know what it really is. There's um, there's a fucking Kid Rock song every fucking time. I just I hear it randomly on the radio station or something. I think of David Arquette on the fucking bike, just fucking ripping through <laughs> the triple cage, laying everybody out. That's all I hear, and that's all I see. And I'm just like, yep, I gotta go home and watch this movie. Yeah, and crazy to think Scott Kahn went on to become such a big star with NCIS. Well, not right. NCIS, uh, what's the other one? 5 Yeah. No, he, he, one of them fucking things. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I think he was in 5 <laughs> um, All I know is, is like all my favorite movies, he's in them. Like that one, Varsity <laughs> Blues, a few others. Uh, okay, next match. Wow, looking at it, there really isn't that much besides uh, title matches and Money in the Bank ladder matches. So the weird thing is, obviously, they've come up with this weird concept for the Money in the Bank ladder match where you start off in the ground floor of HQ and then you end up on the roof, and they're both going to happen at the same time, apparently. So Yeah, that works. Oh, okay. We're expecting the typical Kevin Dunn 1,200 camera cuts per second type for this match. Uh, Does this one have to be filmed like a movie? Is that the only way this works? I feel like... I don't know why, but I keep expecting... Like, every time I try to envision it in my head, all I can do... I, I keep getting sidetracked and just want to go watch Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. If they get to that the like Bruce bad Willis is there. I mean, they find, they really have me intrigued to watch it though. I so, think it's gonna be it's gonna be too much having both men and women going on at the same time. Yeah, mm -hmm. but that at the same time it makes it even more intriguing. I've just got a vision now of a slow motion shot of King Corbin falling off the roof. <laughs> Please. Hey, hey, there's there's a meme for you. Uh, uh, replace Gruber with uh, yeah. Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, Alistair Black or AJ Styles just looking down. Happy trails. <laughs> I think we'll have giant crash mats all around the uh, the building just in case somebody does fall off the roof 
Well, I hope so because Otis is in the match as well. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I always love to see Otis try to like go like through the air ducts. <laughs> like nobody's gonna find me in here. <laughs> Come to HQ. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. <laughs> um, there's got to be some kind of way I can fit that into the title for the show with Die Hard and Money in the Bank. Oh yeah, have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so if they're both going to happen at the same time, I think, yeah, they're going to have to film it cinematically with, like, the six men, six women. <sighs> they really haven't explained it very well. All they've said is it started on the ground floor and ends on the roof. Yeah. Well, obviously, the first person to grab a briefcase, but... Like, from the photos we've seen, both briefcases are hanging above the ring at the same time, so they must happen at the same time. Why else would they both be hanging up there at the same time? So... But do you really trust a fucking... Like, do you really trust your stars to be both on a ladder at the same time? You know how dangerous that fucking is? It's gonna be a clusterfuck. And, and they're on top of a... However tall the world headquarters is. So... Uh, yeah. So it, it's... it's fucking far high, bro. safe. How... <laughs> What is it, like 11, they call 12 it stories? Towers, bro. <laughs> I want to know who the first person is, is that's going to be clever enough to just use the elevator. That's my guess, but I'm thinking, like, I would love it if, like, they did that and, like, Triple H is, like, standing there just waving his finger. Nope, <laughs> not this way. They'll just have to take Big Bang Theory style out of order. Oh, yeah. Thank you. They're, Somebody you just know it. that they're gonna want to, you know, brawl at some point. So instead, of, are they gonna be brawling like with, inside the building, or are they gonna wait to nope. get on, on the roof? So how many offices are gonna get trashed? All That's what I've been thinking my, like <laughs> for weeks. It's like how much they are gonna trash the shit out of this building, like. And then, like, every theory in the world has been brought up, like, oh, well, maybe they're just, like, replacing the furniture anyway, so might as well beat the shit out of it on its way out. Or <laughs> the idea was, oh, well, they got that new building. They stopped building that fucking thing, so your office is going to be all jacked up. God damn it. Why is there blood right here? Triple H has put so many locks on his door after Brock Lesnar trashed his office. <laughs> He's like, ain't nobody getting in here. <laughs> I don't think it'll help. They'll still find some way to get in there. I'm not losing another belt. In Vince's office as well. Oh. Yeah, if there's not a spot in Vince's office, I'll be upset. <laughs> just make it like a mock office. It doesn't have to really be his office. Do you know what I mean? Just, oh, this is Vince's office. Just don't make it like a fucking cubicle. Just, just for old time's sake, I want to see Vince walk into his office and find the Highlanders. I'm Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, man, predictions. Obvious route for the women for me would be Shayna. Uh, but obviously they're also oh, pushing Nia. Oh, Are they pushing or is uh, she pushing I, them? I think about it both. Nia just pushes pe people around naturally. I'm <laughs> going Lacey Evans. That Thank would, you. That would be a good call. Yeah, that's mine. She's the only bright thing I've been seeing on this women's side on the main. Because, you know, Charlotte had to jump to NXT for God. To bury know. everybody. And yes, I use the word bury. 
I'm so out. <laughs> what a way, what a way to waste that fucking match with Io. But yeah, no, she's that makes me mad. But yeah, no, Lacey's Lacey's been. I'm gonna say great. Yeah, I'm gonna go as far as saying great. But yeah, I'm going with Lacey too. Uh, I can't pull myself away from saying Shayna Baszler. She's a marine, damn it. <laughs> I just well, I, to be honest, I think. Go ahead. The thing that puts me off Lacey Evans winning would be Sasha Banks getting involved. Again. Again, yeah. Well, um, maybe she well, maybe she just gives her the women right straight off the building. <laughs> <laughs> and again the weird thing after the match at WrestleMania it it was pretty clear there was unfinished business between Shayna and Becky, but they haven't mentioned it since. Maybe they learned a lesson from Elimination Chamber. We won't build on a match that we've already booked because people already know Shane is going to win. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to stick with Shane. Phoenix? Um, losing it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't run through the people that are in it. So. As- <laughs> uh, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Asuka, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Carmella. Hmm. I'll just say Shayna. Okay, two for Shayna, two for Lacey. And on to the men. Let let me go through who's in it this time. So we have Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Alistair Black, King Corbin, Otis, and as he returned to Raw this past week, AJ Styles. First off, when you said King Corbin, I threw up my mouth a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts me to say it. Corbin. It needs to drop the king gimmick. No. Yes, please. I actually like it. But this no, is what really annoys me about King of the Ring. They don't get anything. They just get a stupid crown and they get called king for a few months. Yeah, but to be fair, it's the only thing that makes it more makes him more intriguing to me. It, it makes him more bearable to watch. Uh, to I be still fair. find him unbearable. I found him bearable when he was in NXT doing the whole lone wolf gimmick. Thank you. Mm. As he should have kept doing that. Yeah, no idea yeah. why they cut his hair and changed everything. Well, well they I'm had like... to cut his hair. That thing was fucking just bad. <laughs> he was he was balding <laughs> really bad. Uh... He was he was he was doing the skullet. You know what I mean? The thing of the nineties. Yeah, he had the same the same hairstyle as Undertaker in his fifties. Right. <laughs> Uh, so for the men, mm. fuck it, I'm gonna go AJ Styles. I, I I can't choose nobody else, but AJ Styles. Like the Every only fiber of my being is yelling Otis, but yeah, AJ. Uh, I'm gonna have to go AJ as well. When Otis wins, I'll be kicking myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Ziggler's not in the match, so, you know, again, we could see interference from him to cost Otis. Yeah, that prick fucker. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what, if on every, what if on every level of the building there's, like, one person that they feud with? It's like a boss level, like a video game. 
Yeah. What was what was that game? Uh, Betrayal. Yeah. yeah. For the Game Boy. Oh man, that would be funny as hell. Yeah, you played as a rock and you have to rescue a kidnapped Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Uh, yeah, you can keep her. They make it to like about halfway up and they get to the like the big conference room and Stone Cold's <laughs> just sitting there. <laughs> Whereas in real life it was Stone Cold who saved Stephanie from the Undertaker. Well, not real life, on TV. Yeah, Vince is uh, <laughs> behind everything. Yeah, god damn it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right, Phoenix, I'm going to ask you to say that one more time in a second, okay? Not yet. I've forgotten, forgotten what I said. <laughs> that, Vince, that Vince was behind it. Alright. Okay, go ahead, say it again. And Vince was behind everything. <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, okay, the two championship matches. Please, 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 please. Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. Now, when they announced this match, this is when we... Well, when I said, um, this is what makes me think... This is what makes me believe into the rumor that Goldberg kind of politicked his way into the championship and that Bray was never meant to lose it because as soon as the WrestleMania was over, Bray was straight back after the championship. So, is Braun a transitional champion? Yep. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. just so bad as champion. It's like, it's, I, I forget he's champion. If they put if they put the title back on Bray, I will watch SmackDown again. Yeah. No, you won't, you liar. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> they took the title off of Bray Wyatt and gave it to fucking Goldberg, and I haven't watched it since. And they paid him $3 million. Don't forget that part. Damn. They, pay, they paid him $3 million to do two moves repeatedly. Badly. I was about to say very badly, yes. <laughs> That's the only two moves he can do now. Well, he did two moves and then made one up. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> so I'm to try this. It's a jackplex into a pin. Okay. What? Don't worry. I can get you up. <laughs> okay, I won't. I'll just be dead weight then. No, wait. No, what? <laughs> well, you said you can lift me. Uh, so is that a full house for Bray? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which brings us to Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. Drew. I'm going with Drew largely because of the speculation I had last week that they are building towards Drew and Jinder. If they're going to do that, though, why not have gender and the money in the bank? Well, I said this last week because I saw oh, that no. it was reported nope. they'd uh, replaced... Shit, who got knocked out of it? Oh, Apollo with Jinder Mahal, but that wasn't an official report. It was just a rumour, and Jinder's not in the match. Uh. Yeah, no, please no. I mean, let that just be a one-off. Oh, hey, we're fucking 2MB. You get murdered. See you later. <laughs> No, if you give him if you give him the briefcase again, like I I'm definitely not watching Raw or SmackDown for sure. 
Like, what the fuck was the point of that? You could legit have that match on a, on a fucking Raw, and there you go. Your feud's done with. You take the briefcase, you actually build to that. So, yeah, fucking Drew loses. I'm going to be pissed. I'd enjoy AJ and Drew feuding more, to be honest. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, I'll go with I'm, Drew I'm to going, retain. I'm going Seth. Okay. You what? <laughs> yep. Uh, come on, man. You look, look what you're watching. It's WWE. He's Seth Rollins is the damn golden boy. They're going to put the damn title back on him, and then they're going to put Drew McIntyre with Jinder Mahal and make them tag team champions. Gross. Exactly. It's WWE. Gross. That's no. I don't want any of that. <laughs> Thank you. This is not what I ordered. But Moses, it's such good shit. Key word in that shit. being shit. I still need to order exactly. that shit. <laughs> well, okay, here's my whole thing. Like, I get like Seth is like the poster boy, but look at fucking Drew. Are you telling me like like Vince is like, yeah, it's about time my champion looks like that. You know that's half the reason why Drew's champion is because of the way he fucking looks. Taking the belt off Drew, even just to give it to Seth right now, would just be the worst idea. The worst. Because uh, Seth is, his gimmick is, is he's, he's fucking CrossFit Jesus. That's his gimmick. With a but he actually goes touch. out telling people I'm Jesus, yes. You said slightly more uh, emo? Just he's gone slightly emo now, yeah. You know, I didn't really thought like that, but yeah, he really kind of has. <laughs> now, on the topic of Golden Boys, all over wrestling social media this past week has been Roman Reigns um, being apparently deleted from WWE history. It was very obvious that they cut him out of the WrestleMania 31 recap on Raw. Um, and they made it look like the Seth just beat Brock. Yeah, curb stomp Brock and then showed him celebrating with the title. Yeah. <laughs> Brock wasn't even involved in the finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, some people think it's a work. That they're trying to make us think that Vince is erasing Roman Reigns from history. Uh, others think it's because Roman sort of chose his health and his family over WWE which is fine to us yeah not to fucking Vince not to Vince <laughs> you, you I'm rather still working live on... than work for me <laughs> exactly <laughs> you'd rather be healthy I'm in the gym at 3am damn it. Uh, it it is it's weird though that Roman Reigns went from being practically shoved down everybody's throats to just shit is he in trouble with Vince yep from being John Cena to where the hell did he go yeah and now I'm seeing that <sighs> WWE have decided to go into this new phase of not having a top guy and making the company the, the focal point which is what they should have done 10 years ago instead of yeah. focusing on one guy maybe you'd have more stars to book yeah. Vince instead of part timers 
and CM Punk would have had more time off in just two months. Yeah. <laughs> he might still be around. Although even when yeah. he was a top guy, he wasn't in the main event. Didn't didn't Punk main event one pay per view out of every one during his four thirty four? Uh, I don't think so. Wow. I think he was always like this. The, the what is it? The co main event or whatever. Yeah. And as Punk would say, there's only one main event. Well, he won it in the Survivor Series main event, didn't he? Yeah. So like but after that, when it, he was defending the title as champion, that, he didn't main event one pay per view. Uh, was it the following pay-per-view, TLC? Triple Threat Ladder Match or something, wasn't it? Against Miz and oh, Del Rio. I don't know if that was a main the, event. The two matches with a rock. But, of course, he lost the oh. title. <laughs> yeah. So, were they... Def- no, yeah. Wow, so the only one he main evented was when he actually lost the belt to the rock. So, he main evented just because of a legend. Got yeah. It. And just to drop the belt to him. Hey, Rock's first reign in ten years, cool. And then lose, and then lose a rematch as well. Yeah. Ugh. But that's a nice segue because I also wanted to talk about CM Punk, who has been heavily rumored as the mysterious hacker on SmackDown, which I don't really believe. Um, but WWE added no. fuel to the fire this week uh, when they played the clip on Twitter. Actually, it was WWE on Fox. Twitter account. They played the clip of the hacker and they used the caption do I have everybody's attention now? Which yes, CM Punk is famous for saying, but it's also a very common phrase. Exactly. That would be interesting but I don't see that shit happening at all. You want to save your ratings? When that first started it was uh, rumored to be uh, Mustafa Ali, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think that, he's still yeah. a viable option. Mm. But obviously when WWE drop a little hint, the internet goes crazy. I mean, like, I, I could definitely see it being Sam Punk. You know, I, I could see that happening. But, I mean, like, gimmick-wise, like, you know, showing behind the scenes, like, it's kind of like pipe bomb type thing, but... I mean, I can see why somebody would think it. It would be amazing I, if it was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I just don't see it happening. <laughs> and, of course, you've got the uh, the people who look at this gimmick and just think, didn't Impact just do that exact same thing with Sammy Callahan? Yes. Yeah. I don't even watch him. But he did also kind of do the same thing in NXT when he was Solomon Crow, so swings and roundabouts I will say that if, if Fox really does want ratings and yeah that's how you you will desperately be like you just show up and do this thing in the backstage but we need punk we need punk but yeah. that's but it's not just reserved to Smackdown this hacking gimmick because it did uh, appear on backstage yeah we'll see and all the caption says is the truth will be told. Yes, but when? When, damn it, when? Wouldn't it, going back to an action movie scenario, wouldn't it be great if this hacker just hacked loads of weapons into WWHQ while they were having this Money in the Bank match? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> 
It's a shame also it's not an AEW match because on one floor you could just have Jericho sending the hounds. <laughs> just get your ankles bit by Pomeranians and Chihuahuas. <laughs> Son of a shit. Yeah, that that's what I was uh, uh, laughing about. And I was going to say earlier when we were talking about it, uh, they walk into Vince's office and there's uh, Brody Lee. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Eating his steak. Did you just sneeze? <laughs> Shit, run. Two meters, damn it. <laughs> Why didn't he say that when he did that segment? Golden opportunity, AEW. I don't think they wanted to give out, like, everything of Vince. Like, they just wanted to give subtle hints. Oh, no, I just meant use a two-meter line. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, let's get into the Wednesday Night War then, because we just mentioned AEW, who have just been fined $10,000 um, for the Lights Out match that... Chump change. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's nothing, really, for, for the Khan family. <clears throat> um, but yeah, for the Lights Out match that Max and Omega had months ago, purely because they used barbed wire... Um, and intentional bleeding. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was just now got fined for that? Well, I mean, they got called out for it as soon as it happened, but it's taken till now for them to actually find them. Fucking hell. And the guy that <laughs> called them out commented on them being fined. I'm not even going to bother to remember his name. And just said it looks bad for the whole wrestling community because, you know... They, they they broke policy and if they they get fined again then the the state loses their their license. Shut up! They wouldn't even be in this position if you didn't piss and moan in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. True. There's always gotta be one asshole. Yeah, and it's usually a wrestling journalist. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um. Okay. Oh, actually, before we get into Wednesday Night War, we forgot Impact. Which has become a focal point again. Uh, Charlie, have you seen Impact yet? Week? No, I haven't. I haven't hardly had a chance to watch anything this week. And, I can't uh, remember the last time I watched an episode of Impact. Well, neither could I until a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I was really wanting to watch it. It's just my mom had to go to the hospital the other day, so it, it's kind of really fucked me up, and I haven't been able to watch much of anything. Well, obviously that takes priority. Yeah. Um, well, without spoilers, there's a very nice Kiara Hogan, uh, Kiara Hogan segment for you. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! If you look into the group chat, I just posted about it last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sometimes life is just not fucking fair no <laughs> um there was there was a lot of interviews this week um i don't think it was last week i think it was a week before when i watched rebellion night one chris bay uh was somebody who stood out to me because i'd never seen him before and again uh, he stood out yeah. this week as he was in the main event very very bright future yeah i liked him in that uh triple threat was it was it triple threat or fatal four? This, this it week was it was a triple threat, threat uh, with Moose and oh, this, Callahan. 
Yo, so you I guys are watching. Imp- I don't mean to interrupt. You guys are watching Impact. What the fuck is up with Moose in the in the TNA World Title? <laughs> so, so, so basically, they're kind of like doing like a old Randy Orton gimmick, the Legend Killer. So okay. Moose is going and basically taking out like TNA guys, not Impact guys, like old school like TNA. When TNA was good, it, like it going after like fucking Hernandez and whatnot. Um, and he's just calling himself the TNA heavyweight champion. And basically, they did a TNA special. And so they brought the title back just for that one special. And then Moose just kind of like stole it and became his own champion. Yeah, and it's also kind of because they can't use Tessa right now because she's isolated. Um, So they don't have a world champion to put on TV, so they brought in Moose. Um, And it's kind of like his gimmick as, well, I've got a world title. Okay, it's not the official world title but it's a world title it's got history and it's mine and there was <laughs> a great interview with josh matthews this week and josh was just kept going yeah but you didn't beat anybody for it i beat everybody for it yeah but you didn't actually <laughs> win a match for it. you didn't earn it okay i'm gonna walk out of here <laughs> <laughs> and i was i was just like josh just ask him one more time so he can beat you up please Please, please. I love Moose. Like, I really got behind him in ROH. I was kind of like, I followed his dude, like, through his football career, through his college career. He was a guy I, I put on my draft board at one point. He was did not work out well in the NFL, obviously. But, like, when I started seeing him on the independent scene, I was like, oh, he's different. That's great. And then he sh- really shined in Ring of Honor. And then he's just gotten better. And... He he's like the biggest reason why I'm actually considering watching Impact. Mm. But now after you're telling me this, I'm just thinking maybe he's <laughs> just like a spot guy. He just okay, cool. He killed the dude. See you later. Oh, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it, it, there's so much more that goes to it. It we're like I'm sitting here wondering because with that TNA special, it was like the most views that Impact has gotten in like a long time. Yeah. And so they're kind of like keeping it around, keeping that TNA name around. I've even, I feel like I read something about how their, uh, the network axis is like considering changing the name back to TNA. Are they going to have a match with, uh, Tessa and Moose and then to unify the title? I don't know. It's, I I said it like last week. It's interesting to see what's going to happen with it, though. Yeah, uh, I also got mixed up. By the way, Chris Bay wasn't in the main event. He was in the other match uh, with Willie Mack and Ace Austin for the X Division Championship this week. But still impressive. Which leads us to Willie Mack, who also has impressed me. And looks great as X Division Champion. I still can't stand Ace Austin. I like it. Who Ace Austin? I don't. Yeah, I don't love him, but I like him. Uh, I know I'm not supposed to like him, but even though I know that, I still don't like him. <laughs> it, it, it's just like a 
bullshit, you know, gimmick, but yeah, I still enjoy it, though. Um, the one segment I didn't enjoy was the kind of cinematic uh, comedy skit, whatever they did with the North. Which obviously you haven't yeah. seen yet, but yeah, there's a there's a there's a comedy <laughs> little segment with the North, and they've they're at, they're in like this empty arena, which isn't the arena they use for Impact, but then they've got like mannequins as audience members, and they're just slapping around the mannequins and talking. I don't know. It was just what the oh, fuck right. am I watching? <laughs> uh, but on the whole, I'm I'm still interested. I'm still watching, so that's a good thing. Okay. Yeah, that says a lot right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to start off the show, we had uh, Sammy Callahan um, calling out Ken Shamrock. Ken, and then, what? And then Is Ken still doing shit? Ken's still oh, doing yeah. shit, yeah. He's like, basically, <sighs> like he's been back for a while. Yeah. He, he uh, just had a match against... Was it Sammy? Yeah. Uh, the non-sanctioned match last week. Yeah. Was it any good? Uh, well, it was, yeah, it was okay. It kind of had that cinematic vibe like WWE's been doing thing with the empty arena matches. Um, but, like, it, it was like a Falls Count Anywhere type situation. It, they, they were all over the place. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, when when we say cinematic, Shamrock. what they did was as soon as they went backstage, this tense music started playing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's real cinematic. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I it's see about as cinematic as it, it's as cinematic as Impact can get. Yeah, <laughs> I can take that. Yeah, um, but I have to give credit to Ken Shamrock. You know, he's better than, you know, like Goldberg coming back. Well, you see, he actually, you know, did wrestling. He's a jujitsu guy. He's He was in the business when the business, you know, was one, good. And two, like, everybody kind of learned from each other. And they actually fucking applied it. Not to mention, like I said, he's been away forever. He learns from a bunch of people while he's away. And then jujitsu is just, I don't know. He he does a lot of indie shows where he just like brawls with dudes. Like I know I seen one where he had like a, it was a uh, uh, a bar fight with uh, Filthy Tom Lawler. That was great. That definitely sounds like an impact thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would not mind Filthy Tom on Impact. That'd be another reason for me to watch it. But I'll watch MLW in the meantime. I mean, I never had a problem with the bar fights the uh, the APA used to do. Right? Those, Those were, were so good. The good uh, old days. One of my favorite APA moments what? was they, when they had an actual bar set. I think it was Vengeance 2003. They actually had a bar set at the side of the stage, and they had a barroom brawl. And it was basically the last person drinking is the winner. And it comes down to... I think it was Bradshaw and Funaki, and Funaki's just spent the whole fight drinking on a bar stool, and he goes to take another drink and falls off the bar stool. 
Okay. I'm glad that you mentioned Farfunk. Hey, because I know there's uh I know y'all have uh not many people know who the revolt is. And I'm not talking about the revival. <laughs> oh, uh y'all have seen how like they've gotten like been getting heat for go going by the name the revolt. Oh yeah. So, do y'all remember, I think it was uh, Monday Night Raw, uh, when Sheamus and Cesaro was, like, starting to become a tag team, and uh, they were at a bar. Yeah, their bar fight. Yeah, their bar fight. That bar fight was done in North Carolina about three or four of those guys that was in that bar fight was that team, that group, the revolt that everybody's like catching heat about, like pissed that the revival's taking their name. <laughs> so interesting tidbit. See, I know some shit. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess first come first serve for the copyright. Uh, right. If you don't own the copyright, you can't really get pissed at somebody using the name. True. I got to trademark that shit, man. The one thing I and will say also, I remember about that bar fight is fucking just shame is just like chugging the crap out of his beer. Cesaro's <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, we're on TV. Also, um, uh, oh, I don't really watch it. Uh, which which uh, show is it that does like that kind of like retro theme? That uh, retro thing. Is it MLW? Oh, NWA. Ah, yes, sorry. Power. Uh, Two of the guys on there now, the Dawson brothers, they were also in that bar fight as well. They're not related to Scott Dawson, are they? No. Okay. What about Dawson (laughs) from Dawson's Creek? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, I think, like, Zane Dawson... um, and it's like the two really big fat guys, big beards. Oh, yeah, the big fat guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the big fat guys. But they were in that bar fight, and oh, now yeah. they're with uh, power. Yeah. They look like the Viking Raiders, a.k.a. Heavy Machine. Uh, what are they called? Not Heavy Machine. <laughs> That's a completely <laughs> different scene. They are uh, War Machine. Yeah. Yeah, I can see them big. Big guys with big beards. Yeah. They should have just called themselves testosterone. <laughs> Those guys are actually really freaking great, and I'm glad that they're, they're getting to a, a new level. Well, because they're not not only are they great in ring, but they're even better on the fucking mic. Big, actually, speaking of big guys, there was a team on Impact this week, literally called Triple XL. Oh God! <laughs> and yeah, they were they were big, big guys. It uh, one of them actually did kind of look like Otis, just a little bit more, little little bit slimmer, a little more athletic. Not quite as crazy. I think I, I, think I saw a clip of that. <laughs> Not quite as stout. No. Like I said, I've only been watching it again for three weeks, so I said the name and I was hoping somebody had heard of him. But uh, apparently, this was their debut. 
So there we go. Oh, okay. Um, it's AC Romero and Larry D. Triple XL. Oh, yeah, AC Romero, big old boy. Uh, all right, Wednesday night, uh, NXT versus Dynamite. I kind of give the edge more to NXT this week. There was a lot more Ow. going on. Uh, it was for me. It was just another episode of Dynamite this week, but a lot happened on NXT. Um, so we'll go through Dynamite first. Kicks off once again with Cody in a match. Um, I do kind of like the look of of the of the the stadium they were in this week that they moved to Daily's to do it live. Place. Yeah. Last time they were, it looked a bit more covered up. Last time they were there, but it was very yeah. open this week. I like the look of it. To be honest, I actually thought there was random people in the crowd because I didn't recognize some people. And then I saw Britt Baker and thought, okay, they are using wrestlers again. They didn't just let random people in. They actually, well, I believe it was family members too. Well, yeah, that'll be why I didn't like, recognize him then. Like when uh, Moxley was going down the stairs. Yeah. There was a couple of people like taking pictures and whatnot. And oh those God. were like a couple of friends and family hey, up in the audience and whatnot. But hey, they had more than one row this week. Yeah. Rings up. <laughs> great. It felt great. Like you felt like there was a crowd there. Like there was there was energy in this show. Yeah, and, and like I say, with with the open stadium it looked brighter. Oh yeah, I love oh, I love the open arena. But it it was it was good. They had more people in the you know the background. They had private party. Uh, there there was a lot of more faces that we haven't seen in a while. Like Kristen Statlander was uh, in the audience watching. Um, so I mean I liked it but also they all had to step up their game because it was live this week so yeah they also had to step up their game because the two greatest crowd members of all time were there showing off like always MJF and Sean Spears with the fucking horn <laughs> <laughs> oh god I was loving it and then at one point I was like okay just fucking somebody kill him and then he did it like at the perfect time I'm like uh, alright you're fine yeah, it was pretty flawless as well because you couldn't really tell the difference between last week and this week in terms of production. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we did find out another two matches for Double or Nothing this week as well. Obviously, we've got Cody and Lance Archer for the TNT Championship. We also now have MJF uh, returning to take on Jungle Boy. And Brody Lee challenging Mox for the World Championship after the attack this week. Lame. WWE match. A WWE match, yeah. It's Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper for the World Championship. Wait, what? Let him go no, out there and do that. like... I wonder if they'll go out and brawl into the city again. That'd be yeah, good. Yeah, they go do that. That'd be good. Uh, Let him have like a CZW match. This was the go kill each first other. time as well since his reveal that we've actually seen Brody in the ring with the whole Dark Order. Who is this 10 guy? Because he's huge. Oh. Oh hell, uh fuck. I know uh, they did a little bio on him. Um Robert told me he was watching uh so for RWT fucking Harold does a, a weekly stream for those who can't watch it. I 
he he shows dynamite, and we all have like a fun chat. There was like over three hundred some odd comments yesterday. We had a blast. Um, Not that we can like, not authorities. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> you heard nothing. You heard nothing. He was, you know, he was watching it. Anyway, I'm gonna shut up. Anyway, um, but no, like this, he they had mentioned that on dark. He had like a little bio or whatever. I just remember the whole thing that he he was the failed. Uh, football star he tore his knee whatever he was the the Brody Lee recruit so I'm just like really curious who this dude is because like the first time I saw him I was like is that Kenny it looks like Kenny with a mask on but then it was like no short hair and I'm like mm, curious uh, he of course as always you know Michael fucking Larkin always knows who every single fucking person is <laughs> Um, but he he's don't been, speak of his name while he's on vacation. <laughs> but he he said it like three or four damn times to me. I can't remember his damn name. I think it's, he's from uh, like New York. Preston Vance. Hell, I don't fucking know. Yeah, it doesn't ring any bells. That sounds right. But yeah, that, that that's where the ten comes from. Because his uh, his Twitter handle is Press Ten Vance. Oh, gotcha. Play on words, clever. <laughs> I think it was no. I think the ten was his uh, jersey number. I think that works. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to uh, look more into Preston okay. Bands now. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> anyway, well, okay. So I gotta, I got while you're doing that, I gotta ask. So. Is anybody else getting tired of Cody opening every show? I was at first, and then no. he had a great match. But no, like, no, at first, no, I was like, okay, bro, can you stop no, opening no, the show, no, man? No. Absolutely not. It's not that I'm getting tired of it, but when it started this week, I just looked at the screen and thought, oh, why, why is Cody in the opening match again? Huh? Okay. Well, you got to yeah, think. Like, I, I, I like Cody opening the show. Because Cody always brings the best out of anybody he could, he's up against. He brings that energy. He brings that star power. He has the full fucking package. So why not start the show like that? Mm. Get all that energy up and going. I just think I kind of I kind of think Cody's worth waiting for. So it's nice to have him sort of halfway through the show. Thank you. I mean, like, I'm okay with that, too. But if Cody's in a match, honestly, I don't care where you put him. <laughs> Simple as that, really. Well, he, I don't know where he disappeared to later on, but we did see his wife, Brandy, later on in the show accompanying uh, <laughs> QT to the ring. Uh, there, was, there was such a... I don't know if anybody else sort of put two and two together, but um, obviously she got knocked out. And then uh, Jake the Snake comes out puts the snake over her. The, the thing I found funny was this python, this snake's crawling all over Brandy and she's wearing a snakeskin skirt. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I was just like, Jesus Christ, Jake is all over her. Yeah. He's like, oh, hey, Cody's going to yell at me later, but I'm going to take some... And I'm like, whoa, wait. This, this is my snake and this is my python. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
that, that one's that one spot was just so freaking awkward because it looked like he was just dry humping her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has been self-isolated for about four weeks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't a woman in months. The other strange thing, he comes out wearing a face mask and then as soon as he gets in the ring, he takes it off. That's not how it yeah. works, Jake. That's how all of them. There was like so many different people wearing face masks, but they had it like under their chin. Yeah. They're not accessories. They serve a purpose. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, I actually just saw uh, right before we started the call. Well, I think AEW is actually say, selling AEW face masks. Yeah, well, WWE are saying, yeah, saw. Uh, for charity. How much was the yeah, Bray Wyatt one? The Bra- I've already bought the Bray Wyatt one. How much was it? Uh, 12 quid, I think it was, something like that. 12, okay, so... Oh, yeah. uh, That's going to be like 15 you know, bucks for us. Uh, kind of shit. And, yeah, but it's a couple a of bucks for post- postage and packaging. Yeah, I don't get it till the end of the month. <laughs> what? Fucking shit. Yeah, Euroshock oh. is terrible for not having things in stock and making you wait. Mm. Um, the alternative, of course, is for just buying it off WWE shop, but then you have to pay extra shipping because it's the US site. Ah, yeah. Okay. Have you uh, have you had the chance to look at the AEW ones? No, like until you mentioned it, and I didn't know AEW were doing some. I just saw WWE's masks. Yeah. Uh, so they got one where it's just like it says got the AEW logo all over it. They have a John Moxley one. They got a Britt Baker one. Um, Darby oh. Allen, I really like that one because it's half half black, half face paint. <laughs> Please tell me Britt Baker's mask has teeth on it. Yep. Yes, it's actually <laughs> like, just like a, a kind of like the kiss lips top thing. And then there's like the big smile with the tooth missing. Oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> and yeah. a grill that says DND. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Havoc's one is cool. I like Jimmy yeah, Havoc's. Yeah, well, I like that one too. Hey, that's Dar- a pretty uh, awesome. Dar- uh, no, uh, Orange Cassidy is just like denim looking. Like that one is fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Acid wash yeah, denim. <laughs> but there's no tag champs. There's no one for Kenny. There's no like cowboy bandana looking one for Hangman. Oh, Cody's got one as well, isn't he? With, the, with his neck tattoo on it. Yeah, Cody's yep. got a Nightmare Family one. Yeah. Of course, Cody. Cody's got to have his. Penta's got one. Giant. Luchasaurus has got one. <laughs> yeah, Luchasaurus. I like that one. And then the the crazy looking smile. Everybody's like, who is that? That's Evil Uno. Yeah. Evil Uno got one, but Kenny Omega didn't. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of Kenny, tell me that guy did not look like a absolute fucking star in the main event last night. Like he shut up all the Kenny haters. He, I thought, I thought that uh, what was it, the fucking the street fight, where with his fucking mom jeans, the goddamn high waters. <laughs> yeah, that that's become his new style in AEW street fights. That's what he's good at now. It used to be great. just pure wrestling matches. Now it's street fights. I'm okay with it, honestly, because I'm I love it. 
Yeah, it's just weird that we have that transition. Like, he, he was going 65-plus minutes with Okada in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try and ignore that, but okay. <laughs> I tried, but damn. <laughs> oh, man. Um, jeez. Well, we're, we are on a topic of Kenny Omega the cleaner. Do you, do you need a mop right. wrapped in barbed wire? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. If anything, the street fights are probably healthier for Kenny than all those friggin' long ass matches with Okada dropping him on yeah. his head constantly. Yeah, just taking bump after bump after bump after bump, and then yeah, especially like when Okada would just fucking lay it in these clothesline these forearms it's like Oy. okay so your your options are barbed wire or 10 rainmakers yeah i'll go with a street fight yep <laughs> i'd rather get a little cut up than just get like my whole chest caved in but by this giant we're gonna, japanese man we're gonna get fined yeah but at least i'll be alive thank you <laughs> <laughs> i'd uh, rather lose 10 grand <laughs> Tony, you can afford it. Oh, yeah. Tell me, like, fucking Big Daddy Khan wasn't just loving life with, look at the, my Jaguar logo everywhere. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's loving life. Uh, so on to NXT. Like I said, a lot of things happened this week. Um, obviously, the main event was Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream for the NXT Championship, which we'll get to. Uh, the big thing I was waiting for, which I didn't have to wait long for, actually, was of course Cassian Cross's debut. What a fucking oh, entrance! Oh, 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 I saw God. that this morning. Dude, oh. call me a fucking fan. Oh my God! <laughs> but we knew he wasn't going to kill, keep the killer part of his name, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, and like I said last week, for once, I'm really not upset about the name change because it it instantly works. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. It seems like they've also dropped Bordeaux from Scarlet's name. They're just calling her Scarlet, which again is fine. Like, um, perfect. Works. Yeah. M- Works. Maybe the younger fans can't spell Bordeaux, so <laughs> we'll just go with Scarlet. <laughs> I'm fucking 30. I can't spell the goddamn thing. <laughs> it was I'll let Google ah. finish it. I can't spell oh. French. Okay, so I got to get this off my chest. So I, I, I've known of Killer Cross or Carrion Cross... Uh, while he was the, uh, I think he, they called him the White Rabbit in Lucha Underground, I think is what it was. Yeah. I was like, who in the fuck is this guy? And then I heard of him in Impact, and then I was immediately turned off. I'm like, oh, it's fucking Impact. And then just to hear the hype from, especially somebody like Courtney, who's just in love with this fucking guy. From, <laughs> him, from him, from but- for her, from Butcher, from pretty much just <laughs> everybody else. And then, like, talk about making an entrance like i've known of scarlet bordeaux i just she's you know hot so of course it's hard not to know that and then she's out here just looking awesome and then this carrying cross built like a brick shit house okay he reminds me of jackson Riker, but just crazy he is what fucking dexter loomis should be that's what like how i think Carly, like he should be the fucking serial killer like it's it's he's the horror movie killer. Everything's gone black and white. You're dead. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, Dexter Loomis is kind of the other type I of forget- serial killer that looks like everybody else. I forget you guys like Dexter Loomis. I I call him 2020 Nails. I, what he, remi- he reminds me of Nails. I like him, and I like the gimmick because, obviously, I saw it in Impact, but they didn't really drive it home. It was kind of there, and then it didn't really go anywhere. Um, I'd say he does three things really well. He he hits a spine buster great. Um, he I forgot what the other one was, and then he he doesn't blink well. Like, he never blinks. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's great. You keep doing that. Doesn't blink at all. But it's spine, but oh no, it's spine buster, and then it's the um, what is it? His transition into the arm triangle. Yeah. And I said on last week's show that when he does that, he's got to start whispering shit in people's ear. <laughs> like he's all, it's almost over soon. That's I think that's what Travis had said. Like it's almost over soon or something. And with there's no crowd, you put that in. I think that makes his fucking character even creepier. And it makes it work. Yeah, especially while there's no crowd where you can actually hear everything. Yes. Um, well, we didn't really see many moves from from Cross in his debut because he didn't need many. Uh, nope. It was basically, I think, one suplex and then, of course, into two, his finisher. Two Saito suplexes drops this dude right on his fucking head. Yeah. And then they, what did they call this? The straight jacket? The, I forgot oh. what they called this finisher. Yeah, it was something like straitjacket, but it, it was cross. Ah, uh, it wasn't cross jacket or straight cross. So it may have been straight cross. I think cross jacket actually sounds a little Cro- more yeah. what I think. It was something like that. Which but, is just like a weird modified uh, rear naked choke. Yeah. Uh, which he locked in instantly on the landing of the second suplex. Oh, yeah. Great. Loving the Saito suplex, by the way. I think the coolest thing about his entrance was Scarlett just staring into the camera, miming the song. And I didn't know oh, what the song was. was. I didn't know what the lyrics were. I didn't care. <laughs> Same. Even though the lyrics it, were on the screen behind her, I didn't care. Because I barely noticed the screen. Um... Well, obviously, we're expecting him to feud with Tommaso Ciampa down the line. Yep. Which should be awesome. Hopefully, they're saving that for the next takeover. I'd assume so. Um, the other big thing that happened was Rhea Ripley making a return. Um, no mention on whether it was anything to do uh, with her visa, whether, it's she, whether it did run out or whether they renewed it and now she's finally back or whether she just took some time off in general we don't know and it doesn't matter but anyway Rhea Ripley's back attacking Charlotte after the DQ finish against Io Shirai which like you said was a waste of fucking time yeah way to just piss people off I mean on the plus side I think that was the best case scenario unfortunately because Charlotte was obviously going to win otherwise and I don't want to see Io Shirai buried Yes, thank you. Okay, I can with with that easy explanation, I will let it slide. But it's like <laughs> I'm already done with Charlotte being NXT champion. It's like it doesn't fit. I don't like it. I mean, DQ finish, fair enough, but it was done very cheaply. Where Charlotte just pulls out a candlestick yes. and just says "fuck it." 
I mean, yep. I, I would have rather Eel go nuts and the ref just throw the match out. Yeah, have Eel get, be the one that gets disqualified, not Charlotte. Yeah, because then she yes. looks like a beast. Whereas the way they did it last it night, Charlotte looked like a coward. Ugh. And that's probably the first anything I've watched of Charlotte's since WrestleMania because every time they come up on screen with a picture of Charlotte Flair and says, Charlotte's up next, okay, I'm turning over. <laughs> or I'm fast-forwarding. No, I don't care. Yeah, um, I do the same thing every fucking time. Yeah, I don't know why I watched it this... Well, obviously it was live, but I don't know why I actually paid attention. Maybe I was, was kind of hoping Eo was going to win because I had no idea Rhea Ripley was going to return. That was a nice surprise. No, I don't think anybody knew. No, WWE actually kept a surprise. I like it. More, more of that, mean? please. And, you know, if it was oh, Brock Lesnar, yeah, if it was Brock Lesnar, Rhea Ripley's returning in two weeks. Okay, great. You spoiled the surprise. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I I got NXT on right now. I haven't seen, I haven't seen it yet. Uh. AEW always comes first for me, <laughs> but uh, so I got NXT on right now, and I'm just like, you're saying the show's so great, but then I just watched fucking Chelsea Green. I'm like, what the first fuck? off? Have you looked at her? <laughs> Jeez, uh, ow! Eh. I love how she's going for the broski boot, and almost nope. never hits it. Hmm. But, like, I mean, she's. We already knew she wasn't a fucking worker. She's there because of how she looks and, well, who yeah. she was or who the she's with. Green, who ain't there no more. The only green that I care about is Shotzi. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't blame you there. I don't blame you there. <laughs> Maybe Chelsea should change her second name. I don't think it's doing her any favors. And <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get the whole deal with Robert Stone aka Robbie E um, apparently he's this he's got this talent agent gimmick but he's got one client right so he can't be a very good one. Oh, <laughs> apparently he is because look at the lavish life that they live and shit and I'm just like okay well you obviously make a lot of money with just this one broad so okay good for you and like this week it was almost as if he was recruiting Aaliyah, so he definitely can't be that good. Bad recruit. <laughs> it's a bad recruit. Uh, um, Change your mind now, Robbie E. You're like, you know what? We, we're going a different route. Also, get some trousers that fit and some socks. Okay, I thought that was like a style. No, it pisses Apparently me off. Apparently it is. If, if that's the style, that needs to stop. Because, <laughs> like, that drives me bananas. <laughs> It was almost as bad as Kenny's mom's pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, but it's like, oh, like, I asked my lady, is that like a fucking thing? She's like, I wouldn't see you wearing that. I'm like, of course not. I'm a fucking man. I dress in like a suit like a regular person. Like that it looks like he picked it out of the kids section. So what's the wardrobe today? GTA Vice City? <laughs> Handle it. Like, no, 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 no. Give me the Hawaiian shirt. Give me the fucking, give me the white suit. <laughs> the one that doesn't fit. Except I won't roll up the sleeve, so just make it short. You know what? Did Leo have that shirt? Give me the one that Leo wore. And then, bam, there you go. Who who started that style? Some well, okay, who brought it back? 
Um, oh, God. I, I'm not too in tune with pop culture. That's a Mike question. Yeah, yeah, we, we need to ask Mike that when I'm... I don't pay attention either. Uh, I'll, I'll find out after the show when Mike listens to it. <laughs> um, so, okay, so without spoilers for Travis, then... Um, main events... We... Again, we saw um, Dexter Loomis in the main event. Very creepily. Very creepily. It was like... Titus O'Neil in reverse, but creepy. It reminds me of a dog when it's like rubbing its ass on the carpet. (laughs) (laughs) Dexter's got worms. (laughs) I was just like... So he has... It, it still doesn't answer my question of who he's targeting. Is it Velveteen or Undisputed Era? Yeah, that that wasn't answered either. Um, yeah. Because it was almost like he was defending Dream this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell's going on with him. And I like that I don't know. Because it just makes me want to tune in even more yeah. to try to find out. Just like the fucking damn... Uh, kidnapping luchadors okay hold on can i can i interrupt you on that i have an insight on what the hell's going on with that okay so the the gimmick is it the the masked luchadors are going to be ran by an unmasked luchador now are you ready for the kicker here the idea is the unmasked luchador is an unmasked elephantasma he will be playing two people. Okay. So it's kind of like a bitch versus heard. Joseph Park. Yeah. But they're going to, I think they're going to make it cool. I think the idea is, is like Phantasma gets over, here's his character, and then boom, when they want to turn him heel, he's this, you know, English speaking, no mask wearing yeah. dude. Well, I mean, I, I mean, that would be okay. Because that could kind of like, you know, because that's why he, they can't get him and they keep trying to get him, but he fights him off and gets away or whatever. Mm. I, mean, I guess I could see that. Okay, I got to pause the TV. Hold on. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, Before, it's you <laughs> there you go. Because of Scarlet. Before oh you get into the main, though, can I just say that this uh, interim championship tournament, their version of a G1, has been great. Yeah. Like, I have really, really liked it. Uh, fucking Kushida looked awesome against Jake Atlas, who he has a secret to tell or whatever the, the, he's got. What the fuck was he saying uh, the other week in his gimmick? That uh, he's, uh, he's going to break barriers and shit. It's like, man, my man's gay. Can't you just say he's gay? What's wrong with him saying he's gay? <laughs> he's a gay wrestler. That's good. What the fuck's wrong with that? Yeah, like, Darren what? Young, you, you you were terrible. Don't tell nobody you were gay. <laughs> Why does it also have to be a gimmick? Right. Like, it's not a gimmick. That's just who he is. And that's what he was just trying to say. Like, that's why he's like, I'm trying to beg prayers. But it's like, if you paid attention to that background of his little vignette or whatever, it rainbows all over the joint. But then when we had the uh, the whole thing with Liv Morgan and um, Lana, everybody was like, why can't you just use Sonya Deville? Just because she's a lesbian. Because Exactly. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, wait, no, you're really that? Nah, you're going to play a straight guy. <laughs> like, what the f- Did you tell same everybody? Same like Velveteen, you know? Velveteen yeah. reminds me of like an overdrawn version of Goldust, but not as creepy. That That's the thing when that whole controversy happened a couple weeks ago with Velvet. Like, a lot of people were like, I, I thought he was gay. No, he's just he's... very good at playing it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> His, his character worked is fantastic, and he's over here trying to show everybody his little dream. <laughs> oh, God. Was that, that main event was no good. Uh, it, it could have been better. I mean, um, I'm, I'm just happy to, to, to see that Adam retained. I think it was if it was an actual takeover and they had a crowd and they were allowed to just go for it, uh, then it would have been a better match. Man, I'll tell you what, though. Moses don't know how to listen to rules. Dazzy, our captain, said, without spoiling it for Travis. <laughs> I just said it was no good. Oh, and then that uh, Who gives a shit? Well, you know, I'm going to have about, to It's not about spoilers. It's about you got to watch it build, goddammit. Yeah, I got to watch it like two or three times. <laughs> That's how I watch everything, by the way, except for this shit, because I can't do that. Well, I'm going to have to do that, but that's why I have until Saturday to do my goddamn notes. I do have a complaint, and, and we can talk about this, because it was in the opening match, so Travis has already seen it. Um, during Gargano's match, Candice is pulling him towards the ropes, towards the apron, and right in front of the ref, and he just lets it slide. Okay. Now, to me, that's either a DQ, or at the very least, an ejection from ringside. Thank you! Yeah. But you... But her comeback was the fucking greatest thing I've ever heard. I'm legally married to him. I'm allowed to be here. <laughs> I fucking die. It's like when uh, was it Braun hit Roman in the face with the steel steps. Yeah. But then he uh, he didn't get DQ'd for that. Yeah, he got DQ'd when he gave him a power slam onto the steps in the ring. Oh, there was so much about that feud that didn't make sense. <laughs> nope. <laughs> You just threw a chair at him. Yeah, yeah, okay. I just don't like the damn d- direction they're going with Johnny. No, I don't like it. It's what I say last week. He's be- he's become a pussy whipped husband <laughs> That's, of a, you of know a new what? heel. I, I I wouldn't mind that if he was just her manager though. But if he's gonna like wrestle too, then like yeah, like I don't like it. But if he's just gonna be out there being her fucking hype man as like an entrance dude every week, that's fine. Mm. Each week, like he holds her purse or he grabs her jacket or he does something, like that'd be hilarious. Well we know what's I'd in her it. purse. Yeah, his balls. <laughs> <laughs> um upon research, uh Cassian's finisher was called the cross jacket. Oh yeah! See, I knew I was closer. Uh, no, cross, see, you were cross with a K, obviously. <laughs> trademark, bro. Oh, that that will be definitely trademarked. And that's about it, really, for this week. Like I say, a lot happened. Um, we had returns, we had a debut, and we had a fine. <laughs> Oh, yeah, also, fine. Uh, back to AEW, we forgot to mention the other thing that's going to happen at Double or Nothing, um, which is a ladder match, but uh, for 
well, a future world championship match. What, what was it called again? A casino ladder match. Obviously, because they're in the Grand Garden again. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if they're... Well, that's the whole thing. They they say they're supposed to be in MGM, but I think they're taping it somewhere in Florida. Oh, yeah, it was originally going to be in, in Grand Garden. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm a little curious. I'm like, who all they're going to throw in this thing? Because I've seen... You know, we've seen guys just sitting on the sidelines not doing nothing... You know, so I wonder what's going to happen. It's weird they they haven't put MJF in that match, and they've just given him a, a singles match with Jungle Boy, which I thought was kind of extra weird. I'm just like, rather than yeah, rather than put him in this lather match, you're just going to be like, oh, you're going to wrestle Jungle Boy. Like, I didn't, I didn't sign off for this. What? Yeah, that's one damn, that's one problem that I've been having, and and one thing that I've been worried about was. When everybody comes back from quarantine and things start slowly getting back to normal, they get to go live again. Like last night, you know, Nyla Rose came back, Statlander came back, you know. They're they're just picking up where they left off before. Before all this COVID-19 bullshit, before they had to cancel everything and quarantines and all that because that's what they were doing. Jungle Boy was feuding with MJF. Yeah. But eh, it is what it is. It's just weird yeah. they 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 have a match yeah. that could easily just take place on Dynamite next week. Yeah, that's what it should that's what it should be. It was MJF in action next week for a uh, like make it like a contendership for the ladder match. Yeah, yeah like a winner qualifier. Because we've still got right. just over two weeks till double or nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. Very. All right then. Uh, before we go anywhere, I want to give a quick shout out to Beer who failed to show up for Promo Mania infamously. Um, but he's just passed 100 subs on his YouTube channel, so uh, congratulations to Beer. And if you're interested, of course, I will get you the YouTube channel right now um, because it's one of those. Is this that channel has... about beer? It's about it's gaming. Oh, you're um, in gaming. I, I like that. I should remember it. Actually, it's JM Beer 434. He likes to do a lot of like 12-hour specials too. Mostly so... of FIFA. Yeah, twelve hours. Basically, he's got nothing else to do during lockdown. <laughs> so I'm just at home. <laughs> Don't have any beer. Beer? Why? Why didn't he call his channel that? Beer with beer. It was probably already taken. Yeah, probably. Um. All right. Now, before the outro to the show, Moses, I know you have challenged Amir in the promo league but you've also sent a message to the guy we can't mention because he's on hiatus aka the podcast machine um, in response to the match at Promania 6 next year yeah fucking been... stupid you have <laughs> a damn you have a year a year Hold on. And why this do you the... have to do a you response you... every damn week <laughs> Fuel to the fire, hombre. Fuel. First off, that uh, 
little behind the curtain BS over here. That promo that got put up on YouTube, that fucking thing got done weeks ago. And I never dropped it because I wanted to make it fancy. And, well, all I did making it fancy was just find some uh, some nice-ass entrance music, by the way. Yeah. So. But, no, I mean, it, it's I'm, – I'm trying to build this thing up. That's what Mike wants. That's what we want. We want this thing to be bigger than Promo Mania 6 itself. It's not Promo Mania 6. It's Mo versus Larkin. Like, that's how it's going to be. Like, that's how I want it to be. I mean, everybody else, that's great. Yeah, great. You're on our show. That's fantastic, but it is our show. So I plan <laughs> to build the dog mess out of it. Yes, we're going to take stabs at each other. I'm going to call him names. I'm going to test his whatever. I'm just going to test him each and every day. Well, I'm going to mess with him. He's going to mess with me, whether you like it or not, Trav. <laughs> that's how it's going to be. <laughs> This is how you build a feud. By the by, the end, people are going to be like, okay, I can't wait till this fucking thing happens. Or they're going to be completely sick of it. But the day it shows up, we're going to blow their minds either way. I'm already I, sick. It, it was good enough for John and Dwayne. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Oh, so let's take a look at the response to Mr. Michael Lackin right now. Ah, shit, I said his name. <gasps> I'll let it slide. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Smart Mark Radio and RWT proudly bring to you it's Max Wrestling's Knowledge Champion of the World. Your boy, Moses Marquez, what's happening? So here is my response to Michael Larkin. I'm not in my bedroom. I'm in my newly built studio. It's not done. It's not done. Rome wasn't built in a day. And neither was my reign to the top. It took me scratching and clawing at opportunities for the knowledge title at opportunities for the promo title and in some situations I've failed but guess what I am the knowledge champion yes I haven't hit your 600 day reign but I have beaten two former knowledge champions if I'm not mistaken or maybe that knowledge is just not that important to me because you see you love to bring up the past you love to bring up how I like to brag about how I beat the Butcher, how I beat Travis the Walker Anderson. Oh, he told people to vote for me. I beat the Butcher because nobody likes the Butcher. I beat the Butcher because I was better than the Butcher. It doesn't matter who likes you, who doesn't like you. The fact of the matter is, is when I showed up, I showed up for every single bout. Whether I won by a bunch or whether I lost by a bunch. I did my thing. You're going to go take a break. By all means, you're the podcast machine. Go take a break. You deserve it. But don't act like your comeback is bigger than my rise to the top. 
Don't act like your comeback is something we should all awe and and just jump with joy like if fucking Kushida won the world heavyweight title tomorrow. The fact of the matter is, is I'm going to be the cream that rises to the top. Oh, yeah. Your comeback, you got told by somebody to wake up. You got told by somebody, don't quit. Now you want to show up. Now you're, I've been here. I've done that. I've beaten two knowledge champs. I'm going to beat a promo champ. I might even beat the one unbeatable, the Demoness. But that will be in due time if I get there. If I want to get there. Because you see, that's not my prerogative. My prerogative now is to come at you. And everything that's going to build up between now and Promo Mania 6 is just going to improve me. It's just going to help me hone my new craft of cutting the baddest promos you thought I was MJF's best fucking friend. So yes, get ready. You may not be afraid of the Crippler. You may not be afraid of El Jefe, which by the way, I would be. You talk about a bootleg Scarface. Scarface got taken out by a higher dude. That, by the way, for all you know, was El Jefe. You talk about a bootleg Razor Ramon. Check this out, Chico. It doesn't go down like that. We don't fake it around here with the fake chains and the Hawaiian shirts and the Cadillacs that are just painted but run like shit. El Jefe is a worker. He goes to boot he goes to work with his boots on and he jumps in that truck and he handles the dirty work that nobody else wants to handle. And that's exactly why you should be afraid of him. But you know what? You don't want El Jefe at Promo Mania 6. You don't want the Crippler at Promo Mania 6. You don't want me to come up with something to come at you, something different. No, you want this man to man mano y mano. And that's exactly how you're gonna get it so enjoy your rest while you can because all that's gonna do is make you weak you're gonna get comfortable you're gonna get lazy and you're gonna forget that promo mania 6 is gonna creep up on you like that and you gotta deal with me and all that rest oh yeah it felt great oh I had my feet up I was kicking in the hammock. What were you doing? I was laying everybody out. Whether I walk into Promo Mania 6, Big Money Mo Belts, holding not only the promo, the knowledge, but maybe even the fucking predictions title, or I walk in the thing butt naked, you're going to get 100% of me. And it's going to be what it, better than whatever the fuck you're bringing to the table with your rested ass. And one more shout out to Mr. Richard Doyle, who is a fan of the show on the Max Racing Podcast Facebook page, has asked me to do him a solid and um, mention his new trading card game, which is available on Android devices. It will be available on iOS devices very soon. Uh, it is NFW trading card game, New Force Wrestling. Uh, so check it out if you like trading card games. Everybody likes trading card games. Oh, yeah. 
and the bell has rung for another week. Click that subscribe button before you tap out, youtube.com slash maxwrestling. Follow us at soundcloud.com slash maxwrestling. Also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. CastBox! In fact, nobody's done that since Mike left. I had to take a spot. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) Uh, if you haven't already joined our Facebook group, it is of course Max Wrestling. You can find me at Dazzy MWP. Travis is at Walker underscore TA ninety two. Even though he's not here this week, the butcher is at TOG six nine five B. And our very special guest this week will go with the person who has won the Knowledge Championship earliest. See, I didn't say the F word. The Phoenix. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> I would say you could find me at the Phoenix six two six, but there's not really much point. <laughs> you know As why? Because he doesn't now. tweet. As you all know by now. It's like that time when Mox was still in WWE as Dean Ambrose, and he was like, "They made me get a Twitter, so this is my Twitter," and that was it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And there's no lacking, so I'm afraid, Moses, you're going to have to plug your own shows this week. Hey, what do you know? I actually get to do it for <laughs> once. Follow us everywhere on uh, all platforms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SMRPodNet. Drops, we drop fucking two episodes, uh, actually it's one, two, three episodes a week right now. We do a retro on Monday. We do now a combination show of AEW NXT review with uh, just, at the moment, just Trav and I. Maybe Paul comes back. We don't know just yet. And uh, then we do the news every Sunday. So check out all that fun stuff. I might be taking on the task of talking to some indie wrestlers who are impacted by this COVID-19 thing. Uh, I do live relatively close to SoCal Pro, the wrestling school, and I've been in contact with them. So look out for me trying to be as Michael Larkin as possible with a bunch of interviews. (laughs) Yeah, every week. I got a new interview for you. Cool. Aren't you on vacation? (laughs) (laughs) He's he's on on vacation from the show, but he's still being a machine. He's on on vacation from one show, but he's got 14 others. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was like like that time Rosemary died on Impact, but then she... No, not Rosemary. Uh, Ali died on Impact, but then she came to AEW. Wait, aren't you supposed to be dead? Nope. But I saw you get stabbed in the throat. Yeah, that was that other show. This is what happens when you change the channel, pal. Um, and like we said, this week's promo league match is Britney Savage versus Travis Walker Anderson. Vote closes in a couple of days, so get it in quickly if you want to have your say. And over the next coming week, we also have Trippy Wolf. Versus Ted P. De Nero. Wow. Foundation's going to rock. Right. And the latest challenge is Moses Marquez versus the RWT Kingpin. Current first place, Emir Costello. See. Uh, uh, you're not going to plug me and Robert fucking Davis? Two out of three falls. Well, I was going to wait for next week, you know. No, fuck that. I want to talk about it now, Aaron. <laughs> okay. Robert Davis thinks that I have been talking shit and running my mouth. 
that motherfucker doesn't know shit yet. I have been looking forward to this match for a fucking year. So he thinks that I get him three times. No, he gets the walker three fucking times. He doesn't know what he's getting himself into. Oh, I'm getting bowed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to do this two, maybe three times. Do what? So whose idea was the two out of three? Hey, it was Robert. See, he in. wants... He, he says two out of three, but in all reality, it's three out of three because he wants that third one, even though he's going to go down two and oh, he still wants that third match at Trivia Takeover. Entering the league in style. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rob's out here making all kinds of enemies. Hey, I'm I'm just proud of him. He had the balls to be the first one to challenge me. Yeah, usually it's you challenging people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, with you and Brittany. Um... By the way, nice, uh, nice promo. Very different. It was not the same old Walker. I'll give you that. Yeah, I had to. I had to do a jab. I haven't done it yet. I I, I didn't do it until after Robert challenged me. So I was like, you know what? Let, let me go ahead and just take a jab at him and do a promo in his style with loud-ass music where you can't hardly hear him talk. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I think as of next week, um, everybody bar one will have competed, which brings me to the butcher. We decided this week that it's a little bit harsh to make him wait all this time, so we can make challenges, just not to the top five as of today. Well, there you go. Nice. See, some people watch do, out, some Phoenix. people get their cake. <laughs> me, me, Man, watch out. Maybe this will convince people to challenge more so that they can stay in the top five. Right? Because <laughs> they don't want that smoke. I don't want to be part of this. See you later. Go. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, join us next week as we get closer to money in the bank. Uh, not money in the bank. We get closer to double or nothing. We will have results from money in the bank and the predictions championship. <sighs> but we must now bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah! And good night. Bang. Buenos noches. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Davis. <laughs>